One. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another very unique podcast of the ESL podcast, the Arsenio's ESL podcast. Today, I have a very, a very, 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 and a very special guest on board today. I luckily got in touch with this unique individual by the name of, hopefully I don't butcher your name, Leofo. Leofo, thank you so much for coming on today. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, too. Yeah, so you are obviously originally from the Philippines. Yeah, all right. All right, so tell us. Tell us about you first. Um, yeah, my students used to call me Val, and my friends used to call me Val, but my real name is Leifo Vail Inokando, and from Cebu, and I'm proud to be from the Philippines. Yeah, proud to be from the Philippines. Cebu, right? Yes. Okay, so you are an ESL teacher. Yes, sir. <laughs> and so, of course, you work at an international school, which is very, very exciting. What ended up... Why did you end up taking the route in terms of becoming an ESL teacher? I am an ESL teacher already. Right, yeah. right. Mm-mm. Well, um, I had a couple of jobs in the last many years on the road, but the one that I could always rely on was being an ESL teacher. Yes, I have actually mentioned that. Uh, I worked in Dragon Talk 888 International School, and also We Live to Talk Incorporated as an yes, as an English teacher. So, well, as an English teacher for non-natives, and and found it so very satisfying work. However, uh, what I have also found is that the process of teaching English has also helped me to refine my own language. I mean, my language learning strategy and learn the language better. Well. Um, uh, as well as this, I take great satisfaction in the fact that I, I was also successful in helping even the weakest student to speak English and dramatically nice. improve the level of many of those I taught. So my, my success in teaching English is a huge part of who, why I am so confident in giving advice about learning languages in general, as well as my own experience in learning to speak them, of course. <laughs> and in meeting other ESL teachers, I can see this is true for many of them. And there are plenty of exceptions, but I, found, I have found that ESL teachers make better teachers than traditional academic ones, as well as having an edge themselves for learning a language. Wow. So, I mean, I'm, it's really, really interesting what you said there in terms of, okay, I learned, of course, English, and then you wanted to reteach it. And your accent is actually very, very good compared to so many other, of course, there are a lot of Filipino teachers here in Thailand. <laughs> well, not here in Malaysia. I'm actually in a Malaysia right now, but Aww. in Thailand... There are a plentiful amount of Filipino teachers, but they do not have the accent such as yours. How were you able to pick up that accent? Um, well, uh, I don't know. I just love watching uh, movies from uh, America. But uh, I have a boyfriend, to be honest, and I actually adopt his uh, accent as well. I talk to him every day. So talking to foreigners, especially for those who speak English, so... It can really move me to have a better accent. Wow, there it is. Okay, so I, I was watching a video yesterday. It was very, very interesting. Uh, Wyclef John, he, if you guys don't know him, of course, he 
is one of the famous, uh, I wouldn't say hip hop. He, he's more he's a singer, right? And he said when he first moved from Haiti, the small island in the Caribbean to America, he said, so how did you end up learning the accent? He said, well, I listened to a lot of hip-hop back in the early 80s, the oh. 90s, and I spoke exactly the way they rap. Oh, really? Yeah, but a lot – it's just like a student I had. She had a perfect American accent. She has never lived in America, never traveled to America. I said, how did you do it? She said, well, I just literally mock everything they say. It's true. Um, you know, it's it's so hard to mimic the American accent or British accent. But, you know, just keep on practicing and that will make, surely improve your speaking skills, to be sure. <laughs> awesome. So how is it um, – how is English – you know, how is – English out there in the Philippines is it is it something that the government pushes is it the some something that of course the schools push how is it out there in general um not really because you know uh, we studied English since from the elementary and we just keep on um, always putting ourselves that nowadays English is one of the most spoken languages in the world. Absolutely. And it's, it's increasingly people are getting into learning of English. And since it's really important to both the personal and professional le- level. So learning at other languages, you know, gives us freedom to travel and communicate with other people in the world. And we are exposed to English all the time when we are watching television, when we have watched, you know, watch uh, advertisement or even when we use our own languages. However, the exposure to English is not enough to learn vocabulary, so new methods have to be used for the teachers in the public schools or in private schools as well. Wow. So how do you go about developing your vocabulary? Mm, well, I don't read dictionary. For uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Dictionary, that's a bad move. That is a bad move. <laughs> well, I, I always speak all the time and uh, watch English movies and that will surely improve your vocabulary uh, ability our capability to um, to use them as well mm. okay okay and so let's say let's look at your school for instance how many uh, students go to your school um, in one classroom there are 50 I think approximately <laughs> wow 50 in an international school no, uh, no, no. I, I thought it was when I was in school, in my oh. school. Oh, okay, that okay, I was okay. Working at. Okay, um, it's one on one. It's an I do online. <laughs> it's a one on one class. So nice. Okay. I have some. Uh, I have a group class as well, like uh, four and five. I, we, I don't cater like so many students in one class because it's not going to be effective for you know short period of time. Right. Mm-hmm. Dude, that is awesome. Okay, okay. So let's put let's look at it from this way. I'm so grateful, of course, today. You are the fifth country that I've had on my podcast. I've had Vietnam. I've had France. I've had Libya, which is very, very interesting to like, okay, you've had France, and then you went all the way to North Africa? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Thailand and now the Philippines. And, vi- and very, very shortly, I'll have the uh, Indonesia. So I'm getting ASEAN, but... It's it's very interesting to hear like different accents. What accent is it for? Is it what's the most difficult accent to understand for you? Uh, in English? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, well, basically, yeah, yeah. I guess for yeah, people speak in English. Sure. Um, I think British. Ooh, <laughs> that's interesting. Why? Why do you think that? 
Uh, well, uh, I've been dealing with British people uh, lately, and <laughs> I just found it so difficult for them to for me to understand them because they have the different pronunciation when you compare to American accent. Because you know, American English is much more clearer than the British accent, especially the this this Scottish one. <laughs> like, I don't know if they speak English. I cannot really understand them. Like. Why are you going to say that? And I know, I don't know how, what you're talking about. Something like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, there's there are different accents, of course, all around England. If you go to America down south, uh, you have the Texan, you know, Texas accents, the Tennessee, Kentucky. But if you also go to parts of England like Newcastle and uh, what is it, Liverpool, some of those accents are the most difficult to understand. Yeah, so there is so much banking going on right now. I'm getting so pissed. It's probably a kid. Anyway, so let's focus here. So um, <laughs> let's talk about the Philippines. So if someone wants to travel to the Philippines for the first time, what what would you suggest them doing? Well, it, you know, it's more fun in the Philippines. <laughs> they just need to keep on traveling here in the Philippines. There are many islands here. Traveling is the best one to do here. <laughs> okay, so if someone goes straight into, of course, Manila for the first time, um, what would you recommend? Because, of course, you have the famous island called Boracay, um, and you have other places. So, what would you, yeah, what would you recommend in general? Like, because, of course, Philippines is almost like Indonesia, you know, there's a lot of different islands that you could go to and whatnot. So, what do you think? Well, first, there are so many beautiful places here in the Philippines. That, uh, I'm not sure in Manila because I've not gone there yet. Um, Boracay as well. But yeah, I can really assure that um, they will really enjoy viewing the scenery. And I assure you that you will really appreciate everything that you will see here in the Philippines. Nice. Like beautiful beaches. The Filipinos are known as cheerful people because people, Filipinos love to spot and laugh. And even though we are burdened by problems you wouldn't notice it for we always laugh like we don't have a care in the world <laughs> uh, we are also known as hospitable and friendly whether you are a tourist or a fellow filipino well surely welcome you warmly here in the philippines awesome awesome you know actually some of my very first friends they were from hawaii now of course my best friend mark this is my childhood friend actually mm -hmm. he was born in hawaii but his parents obviously born in the philippines so they always had that thick accent so I mean, they always ate the span, they ate with their hands, the rice, the this, the that. I was born into, you know, I was coming up in that culture, you know. So Filipinos and, of course, Philippines and everything is very, very keen to me. It's something that has always been with me. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a place that I would love to travel. How about the language? The language is very interesting. Does, there's a little bit of Spanish influence. Can, do you understand Spanish? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, there are many languages here in the Philippines. Uh, I speak Cebuano language called Bisaya, wow. uh, but I can understand the national language here, Tagalog. Ah, Tagalog, Tagalog. Okay, okay. So, of course, the last question would be, what is it, what is your ultimate goal as being an educator? I love the fact that you are very, uh, of course, your charisma, the personality, it sounds like you love what you're doing. What is it that 
you what's your, what's your outlook for the next 10 to 20 years as an ESL educator who teaches one-on-one and group classes? Well, I'm the kind of teacher who's really passionate and very committed to my work as well. So what I want to happen is that um, that people just believe what an ESL teacher can do because as I always believe in myself that through my profession and through my job, I can make other profession possible, mm-hmm. especially for kids and for those who want to, to have their dreams in life, to get their ambitions in life. So I just like to be a tool or like a weapon for them. <laughs> awesome. See, that's in that is the goal of life. I try telling my students, it could be both in personal development, back in Thailand, or people who listen to my podcast. The mm-hmm. goal is not, of course, is for our own personal fulfillment, but it has to be bigger than that. You have to be willing to make, spur other people on to success and help other people with their lives. Mm-hmm. That's the true fulfillment of life. So I absolutely love what you are doing, Val. Yeah, I know it's inspiring people. It's really the the most essential in life. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, well, guys, again, uh, for everyone who listens to my ESL podcast, again around the world and whatnot, um, you guys, I my that was my ultimate goal was to bring different accents on from different countries because uh-huh. of course being a, be a, because of course being an educator in Thailand now let me give you a story Val I love okay. telling this story I swear so one day I was taking a minivan right and uh-huh. my goal was to get from of course point A to point B not too difficult it's pretty easy okay but I go into the minivan and of course the word go in Thai means bye right but and this place is called Future Park so what people normally do, they just say future, right? <laughs> okay. But in Thailand, most Thai people do not understand future. They understand their version of future, which is future. <laughs> so they stress the second part of the the second part of the word, the second syllable, you know, the second syllable, and it takes away everything. So if I say, excuse me, katonakap. By future, I'm going to future. They say, huh? Alena, what? Uh, my kajai, I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh, future! Yes, future! I'm going to future! What the? Oh my god, is, is that a problem out there? I mean, I actually watched a video with a, a Thai girl had an interview with a, a British guy. I, I can really, I usually believe you that they speak like that. Right. <laughs> Oh man, that's uh, I don't yeah. Again, um, in the Philippines, I mean, I don't know if that's a problem. If I say McDonald's, I'm pretty sure that people would understand what McDonald's is. But if I say it in their tone, in their intonation, you know what I mean. That could be a big, big problem for a lot of ESL learners. You know what I mean? Yes. So. Anyways, Val, okay, that was a nice little short story. Val, again, thank you for coming on for this nice little short 15 and 16 minute yeah. conversation. And if oh, the, thank you so much, too, for if, inviting if, me here. Right. If there's any message you want to give to all ESL learners around the world, what message would it be? Well, just inspire your students 
be happy to work and be satisfied and then and everybody will be happy too <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much val and guys i hope you enjoyed this version of interviewee stay tuned for more again val thank you so much for coming on yeah thank you so much thank you so much mr <laughs> forgot your name. Oh, wow. No, thank you so much, okay. Val. That was good. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. Arsenio, as always, guys, thanks for tuning in to this podcast. This is your host, Arsenio, over and out.